0: Welcome to Beyond the Bio with me, Sophie Milliken. In this podcast series, we are going to be delving into all of the different ways that you can raise your professional profile. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about awards and in particular, are awards actually worth it? Now, I'm going to put it straight out there and say that I am a fan of awards and I want to convince you that business awards can be awesome. There's a whole range of awards out there that you can enter and they really can work wonders for your business. So I'm going to focus on the great ones and how to choose the right award for your business, but I'm also going to be looking at the types of awards to avoid. So it really is important to make sure that you are entering the right ones and I'll explain the key benefits of entering those awards and also give you some strategies to increase your chances of winning. So let's look at the ones that are scammy first off and how to recognize if an award is really just not credible at all. Now you've probably seen some of these on social media. So maybe someone showing off that they've won an award, but there wasn't a ceremony and they've just got a slightly dodgy looking certificate or the category of the award is something really, really, really random. So I get sent these all the time. I get an email saying, hey, you've won most Um, innovative PR company in the Northeast of England. And it's like a really long, clunky, weird title. And straight away, I'm like, well, I didn't enter that. I don't remember being nominated for that, but I've just received the award that tells me that I've won that. And there'll be no award ceremony, but for the bargain price of 2,500 pounds, I can buy a trophy and I can have a feature in a magazine that's some bizarre random magazine that you've never heard of and that just screams scammy. So you definitely want to avoid those. And if you spot any of those coming up in your newsfeed, anytime soon, you're going to chuckle to yourself and remember what I just said about them being scammy. So how else can you tell whether whether they're scammy? So like I say, anything where you receive a promotion that says you've won an award, just use your caution with those. So winning an award that you didn't enter, definite red flag, being asked to pay up front for a marketing pack, Red flag. Uh, the reality is, if you are legitimately getting an award for something, it's unlikely that you're going to be asked to pay for a trophy. Yes, you might be asked to, you know, whether you want a table or a seat at an award ceremony, but that shouldn't be the criteria of whether you actually win the award. I've been to loads of award ceremonies where the people that have won their category haven't been able to come or have chosen not to come and they've still won it. So it should definitely not be. A reason to actually win the award. So, my three things to look out for if you're not sure as to whether it's a scam. Number one, is there an award ceremony? So, the majority of legitimate awards are going to have a ceremony. After all, the host organisations they want to get the photos of the award recipients accepting their awards so that they can make the most of those PR and social media opportunities. And let's face it, it is usually a way for the award organisers to make the awards commercial. Although most of them do just. their costs rather than actually making anything on it but a legitimate awards will have a ceremony Another thing you can do is you can look up the key personnel and the judges on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is a great tool for checking the credibility of the people that are associated with the awards. So you can look up previous winners, sponsors and judges, etc. So do they look legit? If the names aren't listed, then again, that would be a bit of a red flag to me. There's been the odd awards where I've looked them up and there's just been the most random people where you just can't quite understand why they would be linked to the awards. You've never heard of them. They haven't particularly got a real backstory that would lend itself to them being a judge. Um, And then when you do a bit more digging, you actually find out that those judges have had to pay to be a judge. So again, just a further bit of the whole awards scam. So another thing you can do is you can look up the event organizers on social media. So most legitimate awards are going to have a social media handle for their awards. So you can look them up. Um, How many followers do they have? How long since their last post? When was the page created? Now, if they've set up a couple of months ago and they have maybe 10 followers across the account is not a good sign, is it? but i do want to be super clear that when you choose the right awards for yourself and for your business along with the right category then the benefits that they're going to bring in terms of raising your profile opening doors and ultimately boosting sales they really are unmatched so let's have a think about what you know what the benefits are of Winning awards. So for me, I've I've won quite a few awards, which is which is awesome. And I have seen a lot of benefits to them. And I think the benefits start early on. So as soon as you get shortlisted, in fact, even before that, let's rewind a bit. When you're putting together your award submission, this is a real opportunity for you to actually reflect on your business, where it is, where it's been, where it's going, and really kind of take a step out from the business and pull together all those facts and figures and stories about the business and how it's got to the point that it's at today. Now that's something that we don't always do that often in business. So taking the time out to do that is a super helpful exercise in itself because it can remind you of how far you've come, but also get you really focused on what's next and and where things are going. So there's a huge benefit just from doing that exercise. When you get that call or the email to say that you've been shortlisted, that's the point where you can start ramping up the PR and benefiting from all of the exposure that being a finalist can bring. So straight away, you can be doing a a nice post on social media. You know, it's really exciting. I've been shortlisted in this category. Can't wait to meet everyone at the awards ceremony. Really looking forward to celebrating with the team. Or similar. And those kinds of posts do really well on social media because people are generally quite nice and they want to see people do well and they want to celebrate with you. So whatever their own view of awards is, you know, they will appreciate and and be excited for you. So that is going to do well in terms of engagement as a post. You might also be able to get some early press just from being a finalist. So if it's particularly big awards, you could pop out a press release. The award organisers might even send you a press release that can be customised that you can use to send out to to your local press. So it's worth doing that. I know of people that have been finalists for awards who've managed to get onto their local radio, who've had coverage locally. So there are some early opportunities to to go for. And typically the award ceremony is going to be at least a few months away. So you have got a bit of a while to, to milk that. One of the things I always do when I get shortlisted for an award is I'll put uh, an update on my LinkedIn within the honors and awards section within my LinkedIn profile. So I'll pop in the category, I'll highlight that I'm a finalist in that, and then I'll put a note in the explanation bit to say winners announced at ceremony in September or whatever it is. And then at the point where hopefully I win, I might change that just to say winner. And um, if I am a runner up or a finalist, so it just knock that back to, to finalists. And it's a great way of keeping up to date on your LinkedIn profile of, of all those awards and being able to track them. So on the awards ceremony itself, it's definitely worth going. Sometimes they can be quite expensive if if they're at pricey venues, particularly in central London. So it might be that you just want to go on your own and maybe connect with some other people that are there Or if you're feeling a bit flash, you might want to take your team or a few members of your team and actually celebrate in style and recognise the efforts of the team as well. This is going to be particularly relevant if it's an award for the business rather than for you as an individual. So it's nice, nice to do that. So when you're at the award ceremony, you're going to want to take all of those opportunities to get some fantastic photos of you and the team celebrating. And hopefully, if you win, it's a great opportunity to get some video footage of you going up and collecting your award as well. and then that award winning post to say that you've snared that award and you're taking it home is going to do super well on social too. Another thing that you can do once you've won the award is you'll, you'll usually be given a digital badge by the organizers of the awards. So you can pop that on your email signature, you can pop that on your website. If you send proposals out to clients, that would be somewhere it could go to. So there's all sorts of places that you can highlight that, that you've won that award. And it does give you credibility, like I say, if it is the right one to go for. So some examples of awards that I've won that I particularly rated or I got loads from, I would say for me, the Great British Entrepreneur Awards are fantastic. So you might have seen Stephen Bartlett calling them the Grammys of entrepreneurship. And I think that really sets the tone for for those awards. They're very well known. They are national awards. They've got some great categories and they are very well respected. You know, there's been some great winners of those in the past. I'm actually um, a judge for those awards this year. So I know that it's a a really robust process. I know that the way that they score, the judges score those awards is done so well. So to to bring that to life for you, say I get the creative entrepreneur category as, as an example. Now I would score the candidates in my category for my region completely independently online. So I'll get the criteria for the award and I'll see the candidates uh, or the entrants answers to those questions. Now, I don't know who the other judges are for that category. I don't know who they are. I don't know what their scores are. I don't know what their comments are. And I never actually find that out. So I know that when the organisers are putting all of those scores and criteria together and all of those comments together, that the best person in each category is the winner. So that, to me, gives it a huge amount of credibility. They run some fantastic community events as well at the Great British Entrepreneur Awards. So the awards themselves, fantastic for networking. People all over the country go into that. But they also run events throughout the year that I think have been fantastic for for me. I've met some amazing people at those awards and, and events people where they've maybe become a future client or we've done some kind of collaboration together. So for me, that's been a huge benefit. Other awards that I really like, I really like the Lloyd's Business Banking Excellence Awards. So they are national awards again, and they have some fantastic categories. So There's a category for everyone within those. I really like their award process because the candidates have to submit their their entry. They're then shortlisted by the event organisers and finalists have to come and actually pitch to the judges at a judging day. So I think that's a great experience for people to actually go through that pitching process. And also they're going to get some really good feedback whether they win or not from having that experience with the judges. And again, their award ceremony is fab. They also do some other events throughout the year. So I literally just last week went to their reception event at the House of Commons. I mean, how cool is that as a venue where they got together previous winners, entrants for this year, judges, sponsors and supporters of the awards all together for a networking event. So super fun. Really, really enjoyed that. And then finally, just another one that I would highlight, and this one's particularly relevant to business women would be the Best Business Women Awards. So again, they've got loads of categories that are really relevant and interesting for business women. So a huge range of categories. And again, their award ceremony and their events are super cool for networking. I actually won one of their awards back in 2019 and they did like a winner's club drinks event at Waterloo in London. And I went along to that and got chatting to another fellow Northerner who'd won her category, and that introduction turned into a great friendship, which was fantastic. But also, she introduced me to the producers on Steph's Pack Lunch, which then got me onto the show a couple of times. So, a great lead just from a chance conversation. So, if I've convinced you that those benefits are to be had for for you in your business, then let me give you a few tips in terms of deciding which award to go for. So. Number one, you want to do your research. So maybe look at the ones that I've just spoken to you about, but also what you might want to do is actually look at maybe awards that competitors or peers have been recognized for and shortlist those awards to take a, a further look at. You know, Have a look on social media, what awards have your favorite LinkedIn entrepreneurs been shortlisted for? Have a look at those award sections within people's LinkedIn profiles and see which ones might be relevant to you. Number two, you might want to take a look at award sites. So you can use sites such as awards, sites.co.uk to find legitimate awards that are going to be relevant to you and your industry. And then my top tip number three, final tip, is not to overstretch yourself. So don't go for everything. Pick the ones that you really want or the ones that your industry actually gives credibility to and focus on those. The award application process can be quite lengthy and requires you to put lots of information together. So you don't want to do the scattergun approach and apply for everything and just put crappy Entries in, you want to do it properly. You want to take the time to make sure that you put your best submission in. Basically, so less is more, I would say. And if you're if you're engaging the services of a PR firm or um, or similar, it might be that you get them to do your award entries for you. We do a lot of award entries at Mojo for our clients, and um, it just gives them that headspace to not have to think too much about it themselves, and actually having a professional write your entry for you is going to probably give you a better chance of being shortlisted and ultimately winning because the professionals know exactly what the organisers are looking for and they're going to put your best story forward. So worth looking at if you have the budget. I think I've given you quite a bit of information there in terms of why you should apply and, and how to do it. So I'm going to give you now a few of my tried and tested strategies for writing a standout attention-grabbing award entry that is going to knock the judges' socks off. So this is hopefully helpful information if you're going to have a go and you're going to write that award entry yourself. So, step one, you want to get clear on the criteria. So, there's nothing more frustrating than when you're asking someone a question and they reply with the answer that they're wanting to give, but which is completely irrelevant to what's actually been asked for. So, avoid making this mistake with awards. Don't fall into the trap of writing the entry that you want to write you want to write the entry that the judges have asked for. So look at the criteria. You know, you might spend hours writing this amazing award entry, but if your point are not answering the questions and hitting the criteria, it's not going to score high with the judges. So whatever award you're entering, to represent your achievements fully, you need to also select the right criteria. So start by doing some research on the awards website, have a careful read through all the categories and the criteria for each one. And then drill down into which of these categories are the best fit for you to fully showcase your skills, your experience, your stories, and your business. Once you've chosen the right category, highlight the requirements, then make a plan, including some bullet points of what you're going to include to meet the criteria. It's worth having the criteria to hand for that category when you write a new entry. So keep checking back to it throughout the process to ensure that you're hitting the required points, tailor the category and tailored to the category and telling the judges exactly what they are asking from you step two gather your evidence. If you're going to win an award, you need cold, hard, solid evidence to validate any claims that you're going to make. We all pay attention to stats that show the impact a product or service has. And award entries are no different. Those judges, they love to see facts, figures and evidence to back up the statements that you're making in the entry. But don't just start throwing in random numbers if they're not linked to the point that you're making or the criteria. Instead, you want to be including relevant statistics which show results for both you and your business and your clients. So things that you might want to include, things like statistics from customer satisfaction surveys or client retention figures to demonstrate excellent customer service. You could include results from project reports or client case studies to prove the impact of your work. Also financial information, to evidence your growth and stability as a business. Now, some awards will actually ask you to submit accounts to back that up, but not all, but it's worth having those numbers to hand. Analytics to validate the reach of a marketing project or a resource that you've created. And also maybe staff retention figures or employee satisfaction rates to exhibit the great team culture you have in your business. Now, most awards are going to give you the opportunity to attach supporting evidence to the entry, and you always want to make full use of this. As a judge on a number of awards myself, I see like, hardly anyone making use of that. So maybe for every 10 entries that I, I'm seeing, um, maybe one of them has included some supporting evidence. So you're going to stand out straight away just for submitting that. Remember that evidence doesn't just have to be solely facts and figures. So bring yourself and your business to life for the judges by including things like video links, maybe a business plan or marketing materials. Testimonials are also like gold dust to show the judges what your customers and clients really think about you. Step three, you need to tell your story and convey what makes you unique. So the point is to win awards, you need to show what makes you, you, why you're a leader and not a follower, why you're so different to everyone else who is entering. So you need to nail down what your USP is and communicate this clearly. So show that you're innovative and why people choose to do it with you over your competitors. Now you might think that your reward needs to be filled with absolute corporate drivel to pass, but the importance of stats, financials and objectives can't be emphasised enough. But equally important is this bit of adding your personality to the entry. So tell your story, the ups and the downs, the challenges and the solutions, the losses and the wins. Illustrate what it is about your story that will inspire and motivate other entrepreneurs and business owners. Talk about your future plans to show that you're not done yet. So look at what there is still to come and how you will pay this recognition forward if you win the award. So following those steps, you are not going to go wrong. They will give you a great basis for your award entry. So I hope with everything that I've covered in this episode that you are at least tempted to have a go and submit an award entry. Now, don't be too disheartened if you either don't win or you don't get shortlisted. It is worth asking the organisers for feedback. They might not give it to you if they've received loads and loads of entries, but again, it's just worth doing to get that feedback and make an even stronger entry next time. So awards help to set you apart from the competition. They've been shown to increase sales, but for me personally, actually. the best thing about awards is they give us that chance to celebrate, to stop and think about how far we have come as business owners. This is something that we can all be guilty of neglecting. So it's great to just take that moment and acknowledge the success so far. I hope that this episode has given you some confidence to apply for an award in your industry and I would love to hear how you get on. Thank you for listening. If you're serious about growing your profile, take our free profile assessment quiz to see where you're at right now and get hints and tips on how to improve your score. You'll find the link to the quiz in the show notes. If you've enjoyed the episode, it would be mint if you'd subscribe, like and leave a review. See you next Monday.